1: hey people hello 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 and oh happy day to you hoping and praying that you are well i am well chris is well we um have a good show planned for you tonight i'm going to get chris on the air right now i'm going to get chris on the air right now um I wanted to say hello to you guys because um, I believe he's going to chime in and help me out with uh, tonight's topic. Um, Before I ask him to say hello, I'm just going to wrap up the end of uh, what I was talking about uh, last week. (laughs)
2: Last
1: week, uh, we were talking about family on the air. And um, Chris and I just, just wrapped up our summertime vacation slash visit i guess you could say it was more vacation for baby than it was for us but we just ended our summertime visit with our grandbaby um she was on the air with us last week she joined us and um really made her grandmama's heart um flutter <laughs> i enjoyed uh, how she just jumped in there with us um I, of course, have mixed feelings that my baby is uh, back home with her mommy because it was very, very challenging, very hard for me to keep up with a three-year-old at this stage in my life, at this season in my life. (laughs) But um, it was a wonderful blessing to have her um, spend that time with us. I, I believe that, Chris... Uh, are you there, sweetheart? Um, can you hear me now? I'm here. All right. Can you because hear me? I can hear you fine. Okay. All right. Well, now that we've established that, how goes it? How you be doing? <laughs> <coughs> oh,
3: recovery from chasing around a three-year-old, like you said, and... um. I'm doing, I'm
1: doing fine. Yeah. Just,
3: um, just getting it done.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm glad you could, uh, join me again as usual, um, that we're, you know, as we're back on the air, and for some reason I seem to be a little tongue-tied tonight, but, um, I'm working that out. I'm sipping my stress balance tea which is supposed to be calming and relaxing. I don't know if that's the right choice for me uh, right now because I feel like I need a little boost for some reason. just hit me all of a sudden. But anyway, I know you're there to help me out, to help a sister out. (laughs) I was talking about how um, we enjoyed the grandbaby. Um, She had me and her papa drawing and coloring and... Oh, my goodness. Climbing upstairs, going downstairs, sitting, standing, you know, getting on the floor, um, running um, in the pool. I mean, she 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 had us go in and uh, I uh, I enjoy drawing with her. It actually triggered some old uh, skills that I have not practiced or used in years. I ended up, she wanted me to color. She want, She told me what she wanted me to draw. She would tell me, I want you to draw the sun. I want you to draw the moon. I want you to draw the stars. And we had to do it more than once. And so I took the, the liberty of posting one of her pictures on the show page because uh, her picture of the sun and the moon. Now, it has a couple of other people in there. There's, I forget who she told me that the biggest person was. But the smaller person, I believe, was her. So if you check it out, that's my grandbaby. <laughs> yes, it is. That's my grandbaby. And then her papa even got inspired, and um, he started drawing, which is something that he does actually quite quite well. I, I think he could. He's he's a professional in his in his own right. But we just had a blast with the grandbaby, and. Um, it just made me think about the season that I'm in in my life right now, in terms of being a grandma. <laughs> so she called me grandma, and she calls uh, Chris Papa. <laughs> the first week was the toughest. The first week was the most challenging. It was the most. Tu- it, w- it was the most difficult because I was clearly out of shape. You know, clearly not ready for all this activity. <laughs> I admit it. I admit it. I was clearly out of shape. Uh, I was on edge. I was somewhat anxious because it just you know when you have not had a little one around in, in a while uh, on a regular basis. She, she's been coming to visit for short periods of time, but I mean like on a regular basis. Then your mind shifts. Your activities everything shifts and changes to accommodate where you are at 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 the present season in your life well when little mama comes you got to make an instant shift back to a time uh, uh, what for me that was more than let's see my my daughter is 32 getting ready to be she, 33 so for me that was Almost 33 years ago. I mean, you know what I'm saying like 30 years ago (laughs) So you're more anxious because you're worried you know about every little thing you're you it's like you have to recall those things that you've already lived and you have to bring them back to the forefront and you know, remind yourself that you know how to do this because you've done this before, but you you don't sleep the same. You don't sleep as soundly, at least I don't. You know, I'm listening for her in the night. Um my my ears and my mind even started playing tricks on me because there were times that I was thinking that I heard her calling me and she wasn't calling me and so it, it was just the first week was the toughest. But like with most um Changes and seasons and difficulties as I continued in the shift, as I continued in the change, it got easier. I began to adjust. I felt more comfortable, more confident in what I was doing, although the challenge remained until the visit ended Uh, what she required of me did not change but i felt more comfortable i felt more confident so um, that's kind of how i'm going to lead into our show tonight Uh, chris and i are going to be talking about um seasons and i'm going to give you the opportunity honey to chime in on anything that i just um Said before we run out of time and go to our first break. You got anything to add to that?
3: <laughs> uh, no, I just um, I'm in I'm I'm in anticipation hearing hearing myself uh, about the season. So and um, you know putting my two cents in. So I uh, it is a it is a season in our life where you know we're at one place and our children are at another place and they have the energy it's the reason why you're supposed to have your children when you're young mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. um you have energy to chase them around and to teach them and to, and to spend the time you know we're, supposed to, we're we're coming into our more of our wisdom age you know mhm and so if we if we've done our job properly then we're supposed to be a confidant now and and our children are supposed to be you know doing doing what they're what they're doing they're supposed to be raising their children and we're supposed to be there for that safety net to fall back on and you know bail them out when they need to to get to get some respite but um full time chasing them around i'm I'm not Abraham so <laughs> If God say do it, I gotta do it. But uh as far as and it is a blessing to have a big family and everything. I'm not saying it's not a blessing, but it's uh you feel it. Uhhuh. You know, it's, uh-huh. It's, it's like it's like we have to get get in shape to to be able to handle it. And with a little bit of practice and a little bit of time, it's amazing how we our bodies and our minds start adjusting.
2: Mm-hmm. So
3: to the elderly, you're not done. Stay active. <laughs> 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 Stay active, and you'll be sharp. And you do it. You, you can handle a lot more than we think we can handle.
1: Right, right, right. So, so uh, basically, it is, it is very important for us to realize uh, what seasons we are in, as life brings about changes. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. (laughs) You said you're not Abraham, and uh, I was going to say I'm not Sarah, but um, I can't say that because Sarah did end up giving birth in her old, old age at a time when she was not supposed to be able to do that. So as we talk about seasons, we will realize that um, sometimes God switches things up on us too, (laughs) and things that we don't think we're able to handle we end up having to face because you know the the script and flipped I'm, I'm i'm using my ebonics tonight the script was flipped on us <laughs> but the important thing as you will see <clears throat> well you'll see hear that when we come back All right?
0: Has the tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these.
4: Equipping the Saints Ministries. Our mission is to equip and mature the people God calls. To do the things they are called to do with confidence and boldness. To create soldiers for the army of the Lord and to impact our communities. We are home based in Waldorf, Maryland. If you would like more information, you may email us at etsministriesinc at gmail.com or write to us. At ETS, Post Office Box 72, Waldorf, Maryland, 20602. If you are not local, you may participate via conference calls. And we can make information available to you by email. E-T-S. The Story of Me is a captivating and inspiring account of a woman able to overcome incest, physical abuse, abandonment, and neglect, to find a second chance at happiness. It is a story for those who have been rejected, who have dreamt and fallen short, who have survived traumas such as molestation, rape, or incest, the Story of Me is very inspirational for those who may find themselves in Jones's story. You may purchase your copy of The Story of Me online at authorhouse.com, this show's host page, Amazon.com, or any of the major bookstores. The Story of Me. Thank God.
1: All right, people. We're back, and um, we're going to talk some a bit about seasons. S E A S O N S. Seasons, because um, uh, a a series of events uh, just kind of put this topic on my mind, and um, I began to just look at some things today as I prepared for the show, and um, I I recalled, well. Well, I recall that the Bible tells us in Genesis that the sun, also known as the greater light, aka the greater light, the moon, also known as the lesser light, the stars are also lights. Um, They were all given or placed created, established, however you want to term it, by God to differentiate seasons in the earth's atmosphere. Uh, Days, years. Um, They were meant to provide light. Um, They were intended as signs to mankind. Um, God's Speaks or communicates or 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 signs basically are to show us things, are to get our attention. He so they were intended as signs to mankind from God. And I thought it was interesting that my my grandbaby, she wanted to draw the sun and the moon and the stars. I even have this beautiful. Um, a beautiful bottle of oil that I purchased uh, can't remember how long ago but it's um I consider it to be a precious oil because I keep it stored in my China cabinet and, and I and it's in a beautiful jar and the jar has a moon a star or stars and the Sun on different sides of the jar and it has pretty uh sapphire looking jewels and it's called uh it's called majesty and it's an anointing oil so we have a practice of uh anointing ourselves with oil at 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 different times like when we remember to do so for example you know because like in the bible it talks about anointing the sick you know the elders coming and praying for them and anointing them and there's different references to how God commanded Moses to anoint the the furniture and the um, um, the items in the tabernacle for God's service. So we believe in anointing ourselves also, um, and just praying praying over ourselves. So while she was here, I anointed her at different times and I anointed myself and I showed her this beautiful jar and she wanted to touch it and she would touch it and she would tell me what the symbol was on there because she could feel it. It was raised and so she would say that's the sun and that was the stars and it's the moon. So I thought how interesting it was that she being a three-year-old was very in tune with and concerned with the, um, the wonders that God has created when we would be traveling somewhere, uh, she, could, she would look out the window and she would tell me there's the moon, there's the moon, there's the moon. If we were in the swimming pool, there were times that she would look up and she would tell me, I see the moon, grandma, I see the moon, you know. The Bible tells us to be as little children. You know, that we should actually become as little children, not necessarily in the immaturity, be immature like a child, but I think in the innocence, in the inquisitiveness, in the um, ability to adjust and adapt, in how do I say, in our eagerness perhaps in our excitement about the things of God, because God provided the sun, the moon, and the stars as signs to mankind so that we would know what day it is, what time it is. You know, we've gotten used to man's calendars, which says, You know, that it's 6 p.m. and it's 6 a.m. or it's 0100 or it's 0600 or it's evening or it's afternoon. We've gotten used to man's calendar and man's clock. But God has his own calendar and he has his own clock. And he actually establishes the seasons. Um, The other day, while we were on the drive taking my grandbaby home, my husband noticed um, that there were you know we're riding along the highway and he, he pointed he said to me Notice the the trees along the highway he said look there look at the leaves of those trees and it wasn't a lot of them there it was actually just a few of the leaves but if you looked closely you could see that a few of the leaves were starting to turn yellow. It wasn't a lot you know, if you looked at the whole bunch and the whole group on both sides, they all st- still looked quite green and still very vibrant and, and you know, freshly green colored. But if you looked carefully and closely, you could see that there was some mixed in there that were turning yellow. And Chris pointed them out and he said, look at that, look at that. And I said, wow, you know, we both noted that Basically, that is the sign that the season that we are in is getting ready to change. And that is how people used to know when the seasons were getting ready to change. They didn't rely um, in the beginning. They didn't rely on a calendar or clock or some technical device, you know, our phone, our cell phone. Uh, we have everything at our fingertips now. We have you know, apps where you can see what the weather is supposed to be like and you can see what time of day it is and so forth and so on. But it, at one time, it was such that we would be aware. Mankind would be aware of their surroundings. They would be aware of the seasons. You know, you could go outside and you could feel the wind and which direction it was going and you could know that this event was about to happen or that event was about to happen you could look at the sky and you could know and and i've noticed that chris and i have been doing this even more lately we've been able to look at the sky and say okay it looks like a storm is going to be coming even before we see it on our phone app or something you know look at the clouds look at the sky it's kind of angry looking it's kind of dark looking even when my grandbaby was at home Before she came to visit us, um, her mom was telling me that there were nights that she would look out, out into the night sky and she would tell her that the moon looked angry. The moon looks mad tonight. The moon looks mad and she would say, I'm scared. Hmm. I hope you're feeling what I'm saying here. Even without me spelling it out, even without me completing this, I hope that you are feeling what I'm saying because... Even as a three-year-old, she is discerning. She is discerning her surroundings and the times and the seasons. Um, you want to chime in, Chris? I don't want to just—I can get busy, as you know—and I can just kind of start going on and going on and well, not give you a we, are, <laughs> we are supposed to
3: listen to the children. Because God, God honors the children. He said we're supposed to be like children. Children um, don't have a lot of junk in their life, you know. So when a child says something that's just not gibberish, you know, and they say things and, and, and they're speaking from what is in their spirit, like, you know, the moon looks angry, We should we should listen to them just to see what they see try to see what they see and try to understand where they're coming from because God speaks to children. My little sister um, passed away at four years old and she told my mother, I, I won't be going to kindergarten. I'm going to be with Jesus.
2: Hmm.
3: And she told my mother that and she she passed away at the age of four. Hmm. You know, and, and it ha- it happened. And so I, I just know firsthand and I believe, in my spirit, that God speaks to children in a subtle way and shows them things. And there's been many, many testimonies, you know, where, where young children have seen angels in the house. They see them and we don't see them and everything. Because they're not, they're, they're not tainted. Hmm. You know, they're not they're, they're, they're not contaminated with so much of the world. Their life is simple. So, so they can hear God and acknowledge, you know, and um, that was my two cents.
1: Mm. <laughs> well, that was pretty good that you got them in there. I think we probably have about one minute before the break. Um, but I hear you. I hear what you're saying. Um, we should become as children, and we should be. We should empty ourselves. If at all possible, I mean, I know as life occurs, we're supposed we have experiences and we gain wisdom and knowledge about different things. And so some of us become more factual and logical in our thinking and we um, don't tune in and aren't discerning about the things of the spirit and the things of God. So. This program, I I, I hope, will just kind of put those things back on your mind and um, open your eyes and your ears to the things that God is saying in this season, in this hour, in this time. And we will talk more about it when we come back.
0: Magic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones, and we'll be right back after these.
4: (laughs) A Black Nurse. This narrative is about the struggles of being a black woman and a black professional in a society bound with racial and gender bias. She has hopes, dreams, needs, a purpose and aspirations, but faces constant opposition to fulfilling these basic human requirements. Like so many people of color before her, she achieves some measure of success, but her success is minor compared to what she must do to achieve it. It's time for a change. Get your copy today from authorhouse.com, this show's host page, or any major book retailer like amazon.com. A black nurse) <laughs>
1: i'm trying to open your mind open your ears your eyes uh, your senses and um, inspire you to be more in tune with those things and available to to the lord for him to speak to you because he speaks to us all the time um while the baby was here, you know she she actually <laughs> I don't know, I didn't intend to talk this much about her but there were t- she actually because we would pray and because I would anoint her and we would say her prayers tonight before she would go at night before she would go to bed. Uh, one day she was just playing in the living room and then she, I heard her say, "God, God, are you are you listening to me? Do you hear me?" She says, "Do you hear me?" And then she said, Grandma, God is not talking to me. God is not talking to me. So I took the opportunity to say to her that, well, honey, you keep talking to God. You you keep talking to God because he will answer you. Sometimes he answers us through circumstances and situations. Sometimes he, he definitely communicates to us through his word. When we read the Bible, when Grandma tells you the stories of, of the Bible, He's communicating messages to us through that. He's letting us know about Himself. Sometimes we will actually hear an audible His audible voice, but one has to be in tune with Him in order for that to happen. And I, I there will be seasons in our life where we will hear Him more clearly. And there will be seasons in people's lives where they don't hear him. And for some people, they will never hear him because they are absolutely opposed to rebellious, um, unbelieving, uh, tuned out, just won't even open their mind up to the to the to the reality of God. So those people may never hear his voice but others who are tender, who are sensitive. You know, we have opportunity to hear, sense, and communicate with God. And there will be seasons where that, I can even think of in my own life, where there were times when I had regular, it seemed like regular, easy communication with God, Through my studies, through impressions that he would give me in my spirit, things that I would feel in my spirit, uh, through revelations that he would download, if you will, in my mind um, when I would be praying about things or asking about things. And somehow he would bring the answer through a circumstance or whatnot. But anyway, I'm going on and on and on again. So I would like to invite you to call in if you have a comment or question about our topic tonight. Um, I really, really would love to hear from some of y'all out there. Um, Our phone, our number is 866-404-6519. 866-404-6519. Call us if you have something to say. So let me see. Back to what Chris and I were discussing on the highway. We were talking about the leaves uh, turning yellow. We realized that that meant the season is about to change, that we're approaching the end of summer. And so that, you know, drummed up a conversation. And um, at that moment, at that moment, the Lord gave me a personal revelation. And that's, that's one of those times that I'm telling you that, you know, God does speak to us because I just felt in my spirit that he was impressing to me the importance of the seasons, winter, spring, summer, and fall, and how that, us being able to look at those yellow leaves and see that the season is, is about to change. Uh, it's, you know, it was like a warning to us to prepare for what's next, to prepare for what's coming next, that we have natch in the natural sense in the physical sense in the earthly sense we have natural seasons that change okay and i was still talking to chris while i'm while i'm feeling all this i'm talking to chris and i'm telling him you know i never did like the idea of seasons or four seasons you know being from california i i i I lived in California for a big portion of my life. And before I moved to the East Coast, I remember I never did like the idea. I never longed for being in a climate where I would experience the four seasons. I liked things being steady for the most part. (laughs) Where I lived, you know, the weather would change in the winter, but It wasn't drastic. It wasn't drastic like on the East Coast. We didn't get snow. We got some rain, but it wasn't serious rain. Um, Sometimes it was even a drought where we just didn't get enough rain. And, you know, so I didn't long for, didn't miss not experiencing the seasons, the four seasons. But at that moment, When God gave me that revelation, he said to me, the natural seasons are a great reminder that there will be seasonal changes in our lives, in our personal lives, in our own lives, especially as his children. You know, it's important for us to be aware of this. There is teaching out there and there are mindsets that, you know, tell people to claim it, You know, and to to claim it and name your season and, you know, to determine what you're going to do and how you're going to do it and, you know, how you're going to prosper because you're going to do this this way. Or, you know, there are mindsets and, and schools of thought where they tell people to even map out their lives and say, okay, and this is really, really happening. Okay, I'm going to go to school for four years or 10 years or whatever, I'm gonna get this degree, I'm gonna work in this field. Um, After I've done that for so long, then I'm going to get married and I'm gonna have this type of husband or this type of wife, and I'm gonna have one, maybe two children. You know, they they wanna map everything out and determine the seasons and the changes that are going to occur in their lives. And some people are quite disillusioned and disappointed when those seasons are interrupted, when when those seasons don't go the way that they planned. Well, that's that's because they've determined, they've determined, And interestingly, mankind is doing a lot of that now. You know, mankind is um, altering the seasons by, you know, the scientific things that they do. I hear you. I hear you clear your throat there, Chris. Are you wanting to chime in?
3: Oh, I was just thinking about how the same thing you were saying. When those things don't happen, then they're devastating because they make all of these plans. And it's the um, it's it's the, the thirty year old age right now that that is is notorious for that mindset. The 30, 30s, because everything has to be set a certain way. And 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 if it doesn't happen, I'm a failure, you know.
2: <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, but if they could step back. To say, God, what are you saying? You know, look at the seasons. Look at what's happening. Where we live, we get four seasons. Like mm-hmm. it or not, those leaves are turning yellow. So you better enjoy yourself for the next week or two. You know. <laughs> <laughs> or you'll be... You'll get pneumonia still trying mm-hmm. to, you know, rip and run. And yeah. and, and so... You know, if you, if you want to alter and do everything, you know, your way, you're going to work so much harder trying mm. to maintain a self-controlled season, you know. It's like I maintain my house at 74.3 degrees year-round, you know. Yeah, well, you still got to go outside, mm. you know. Mm-hmm. When you go outside, you're going to dress accordingly. Mm-hmm. No, uh, It's just it's it's just so amazing how we want so much control but we have no control. Man wants to control everything, but we really have no control. We're fighting against God, we're fighting against the current, we're working ten times harder to fail, or to get a little taste of control.
2: Hmm.
3: You know. But God is like, I'm laying it out for you. All you got to do is follow my plan. Move with the seasons. You know mm-hmm. the Indians used to store up their fat and, and the meat and 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 you know the buffalo they would kill and they would they would move mm-hmm. and take everything with them mm-hmm. to a warmer climate. The birds mm-hmm. do it. They pack up <laughs> and then when the, when the leaves start blooming again and everything here they come they come back Mhm Everybody does it in tune with God except who
1: hmm.
3: Man
1: Man hmm. That's it <laughs> Wow well that was a lot that was a lot because it my mind was I was listening but my mind was vision, vision visualizing
3: Even e, even Right, I watch I watch wicked tuna and the fishing shows but, and and even when the fishermen get the the um the weather report they check the weather but you know some of them they say it's going to be a terrible storm tie your boats down and batten down the hatches and some of them still go anyway mm, mm, mm. because they're chasing that dollar they got to get paid you know Mm-hmm. And they and they and if they don't lose their life, they lose so much, to where now they're in a worse condition because now they got to pay for repairs. Mm-hmm. You know, that mm-hmm. movie, The Perfect Storm, prime example. Mm-hmm. Their pride cost them their lives because they, sh- the news said, get out of the water,
2: mm-hmm.
3: and they they voted and fished and said, we're gonna play God, and we're gonna we're gonna ride it out.
2: Hmm. they lost
3: their lives mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because of not respecting the seasons and the, the climate that God put in place
1: alright be back
0: has a tragic past shattered your future or your now Don't let it. This is I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free. With Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these.
4: Millions of people are sexually abused each and every day. Not just by rape, child molesters, or pedophiles, but by choice and through lifestyle preferences. Who would enjoy being raped again and again? Any major bookstore. Overcoming sexual abuse.
0: This is the Toginet Radio Network. Radio with a cutting edge. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Be here for Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer, Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on Toginet.com. Tricia will dig deep at the topics that matter most to women, inspiring women to make a change in their own lives and to make a difference in the world, and maybe even deep within their own hearts. Start Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer, Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on DougieNet.com.
1: in our lives, how the natural seasons, the winter, spring, summer, and fall, are good reminders to us. As I was driving down the highway, this is what the Lord impressed in my spirit, that these are good reminders for mankind to us, that there will be seasons and ch- of change, in our life, if we can respect the seasons changing in the natural sense, then we can flow with and respect the seasons that change in our lives. The book of Ecclesiastes says it quite well. Uh, chapter 3, verse 1. To everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heavens. Since being on the East Coast, I've experienced snowstorms, a hurricane, thunderstorms, lightning storms. That you know that included heavy rain. Um, I've seen hail, falling leaves. Of course, with with the with with the coming of the fall, never had to. I don't remember ever having to rake leaves growing up in California. Um, did we did we Chris did we ever have to rake any leaves in California? Even as a youngster, I can't recall. But Chris was talking to me about um, how he was actually dreading he was thinking about dreading, you know, wrestling with those leaves because we have, you know, quite a few trees in our in our yard. And, and I know some people that cut those trees, you have a beautiful yard. You know, uh, originally they have trees in their yard, they have a beautiful yard, but because of the stress of dealing with those leaves, they will cut those trees down so that they don't have to deal with the leaves. But Chris was in that same breath, he was telling me, well, I, I'm – Dreading the thought of having to deal with those leaves. But then he said, but that's also one of the most beautiful times of the year to him. The fall is one of his most favorite times of the year because of how beautiful the trees and, you know, it all looks. We talked about the snow, how the snow is really beautiful when there's a heavy snow and it covers The ground, it looks like white velvet. It just, it it, it looks edible. It looks like (laughs) it is just so serene. It has a, a peaceful feeling to it when you just look at the snow itself. But then also how crippling that it can be, how it can stop everything in its tracks, how we believe it's actually intended to slow us down. And to stop us in our tracks. Um, I'm back. Okay, okay, I kind of felt you might be there. What, what's on your mind?
3: <laughs> well, we didn't really rake leaves. Um, we made the kids do it, but it really wasn't leaves. it was it was um, mulch and you know stuff from the lawnmower and just but but it's a big difference in the seasons and even in California, we would get the fog every day, you know, almost every day. Or we would get rain in January and February, you know. Mm-hmm. But you knew when it was kind of coming, you got kind of used to the seasons. It's, it's like minus two of the seasons, but still. But if you go 100, 200 miles north, I mean, up towards Sacramento and and, and beyond,
2: Mm-hmm.
3: it was snow in the mountains
2: because
3: <laughs> right. one time I was driving to Reno from Sacramento and I had to turn around because people were pulling over putting chains on because the snow was so bad
2: mm-hmm. and
3: so the seasons are everywhere you know and when God wants to use them when he uses them we're supposed to take notice mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: not supposed to just automatically press through and keep going because there's a lot of times we're supposed to be still and let the storm pass.
1: Mm, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Amen. Let the storm pass or um, it, be still in the middle of the storm. Uh, grow during the storm. There's, be there's still
3: a, purpose. And know that I am God. Be still and know that I am God. Amen.
1: Amen. Because as I just read in Ecclesiastics, to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the sun. I mean, there are things in the seasons that we, we will never understand the reason for. I mean, having to shovel the leaves and shovel snow and rake leaves, I should say, and shovel snow, you know, it's also a good form of exercise. Most of us dread it. Most people dread it. They, they, you know, they think of it in the negative. They dread it, but it is actually a good way to keep us in shape. You know, the, the physical body needs the exercise. But it's and just so interesting. Huh?
3: If you're out of shape, if you're out of shape, shoveling snow will kill you. <laughs> That's you true. Know? So you have to you have to be prepared for the season. Oh, I remember yeah. the, the elderly grandmothers and stuff used to tell us be quiet god is talking you know when Mm. thunder would be happening and and they were trying to teach us respect you know for god he's in control Mm -hmm. be still Mm -hmm. somewhere you know
1: Mm -hmm. amen well for some reason we feel the need to kind of Revive those things Uh, Some people may have been taught those things And have forgotten about them They've gotten so caught up in uh, Their way of doing things The world's way of doing things Until they miss God So they don't hear God So they don't You know they just Are not in tune With him and what he's doing But the other thing that um, He impressed upon me As he was dealing with me Is that And Chris touched on this But being rigid you know, being rigid, being set in our own ways, refuting what God is doing, resisting what God is doing, um, instead of saying the Lord, the Lord's will be done. Instead of saying the Lord, the Lord will. I'll do this or I'll do that. If the Lord's will. I will see you tomorrow or I will come and visit you next year. Um, If we have that rigid, haughty, proud mindset, you know, where we don't include God, we don't yield to God and what he's doing, it can make it harder on us emotionally mentally, you know, we will anguish about our failures. We will anguish more when things don't go the way that we plan. You know, for example, you plan a trip to go somewhere, the airline gets shut down because of snow and you see people, you know, like complaining And on the TV, they'll interview people and they'll be complaining. How do you not know that that, that very incident, that very, that very snowstorm didn't Protect, save your life uh, save someone else's life you know how do you know what it's stopped or created because of that change you know so we should we should say the Lord will his will be done All and right. we should yield right we should we should yield to what is going on ask God for his grace ask him for his wisdom you know in ecclesiastes where it says that there is a time to every purpose a time to be born and a time to die it goes on to say a time to plant and a time to pluck up that which is planted a time to kill and a time to heal a time to break down and a time to build up. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. I could tell you a story about dancing recently, but I don't have time. A time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. A time to get and a time to lose. A time to keep And a time to cast away, a time to rent, not as in rent some property, but as in rip or tear, and a time to sew, meaning to mend and to put something together. A time to keep silence and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time of war and a time of peace. And the meaning of time is a divine appointment, divinely appointed. Did I hear you want to say something, Chris?
3: Well, real quick, I I even think about how the eagle flies up to a high, vulnerable place, a place where he knows he's going to be vulnerable, so he goes somewhere he can be protected, so he can dash his claws against the rocks, you know, so the new ones can, can grow out. Mm-hmm. But during that time he has to go somewhere where he can be away and protected because it's that season
2: yes you know yes. and then
3: he'll grow new claws but during that time he has to be somewhere and be still while he, he 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 gets rid of the old claws and grows the new ones and that's the season for that you know
1: yes
3: and yes. um years ago uh when the uh, airplane right. hit the bridge Out of time. Oh, I can't finish that.
1: Sorry. (laughs) All the events and circumstances of life are in the hands of the Lord, our God. Don't forget this. Till next time. Good night.